Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, High Fivers? This is your boy, High Five Tom, and I've got my good friend, Mr. Will uh, Downlow, on the other side of the country here. Will, how are you doing this evening? Suck it, Bengals fans. Call it the Brain Buster Boys. So <laughs> Joe Burrow D's nuts. How about that? <laughs> that game lost me a dollar because I bet the Steelers would lose. <laughs> That's why you can never either bet on or against your own team. I'm the most pessimistic fan because it's. I have I have friends that tell me it's no fun giving me a hard time. Because I've already given myself a hard time. And it's not even me. I'm just like, these guys are a bunch of fucking bums. I'll take a couple mil to sit on the bench because I twisted my ankle. Yeah. Which I get, like, I, at the same time, I watch it, and I, I'm like, I could, I'd be toast. I'd be so gassed after doing, like, A play. Yeah. Not as bad as soccer, though. International football? Watching those dudes book it down the pitch, I'm like, my, I could not. I'd be like, I'll, I'll wait for it to come back this way. You, you guys keep going. Yeah, and I played soccer as a kid, man. I missed that part. Yeah, those those I was, two I was, I was more of a. I was the basketball kid. I I'd still throw down some street ball, give them the opportunity. Nice. Um. Yeah, I mean, those guys go for miles. I'm surprised there's not more soccer players that turn into wrestlers with all the footwork, but. But I mean, rugby players, I mean, that makes sense. So, uh. From my have, have, you, have you ever seen the replacements? I've seen bits and pieces of it. The, so, the, the whole shtick is it's like a makeshift team. Yeah. Of the, the kicker is a. Soccer player. I mean, it makes sense. Watched it not too, too long ago. It's one of those movies I remembered really liking when I was younger. You watch it now and you're kind of like, mm, hasn't aged that great. Now, it's the most Keanu Reeves, right? Yes. Okay. Because there's another football movie kind of like that, but Kathy Ireland's the kicker. And she's a female soccer player, so... Definitely not a bad choice, is all I'm going to say. Um, but uh, real quick, so you're talking uh, off air. Um, you don't like Aaron? Do you do you not like Packers, or you don't like? You still don't like Aaron Rodgers, or you don't like Packers fans? I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I I think Aaron Rodgers is a bit overrated. He has all these accolades, but he doesn't. He's one of those things where it's like he's got all like the. Almost like the little like like little like extra things, but he doesn't have like the big one. Yeah. Well he's got one big one, but yeah. He's got one big one, but it's I mean and there's plenty of examples of that in sports, but it's like not a really a Tom Brady guy, but you want to talk about somebody that delivers. Dude's got more rings than most of the teams got. No, all of on his own. Yeah, no, he's got more rings than any than any one single team. So you, know, you want to talk about delivering? I mean, and that dude's got more, that dude's got more rings than like three whole divisions. 
looking at you, AFC South or whatever it is, that no team came out with a win this weekend. Oh, really? And two of them played each other. Oh, the Colts and uh, uh, the Colts and Atlanta tied. Hey, Atlanta's in the NFC though. Is it? Yeah. Hold on. I, I say I, I send a meme to a group about this. Yeah, Atlanta's the NFC. Let, let me fact check my shit talking here. Uh, I would say I was a little bummed that I lost one dollar on Pittsburgh choking it. It was a uh, Colts Houston. Mm, okay. And Jacksonville lost. Good job, Con. And uh, Tennessee Titans lost. But uh, I, I'd say my biggest disappointment as far as the rules is I kind of wanted to see Baker Mayfield beat the Browns. Wait, he's not with Cleveland anymore? No. They uh, they signed Deshaun Watson and got rid of Baker Mayfield. Deshaun Watson can't even play right now. So Mayfield's playing for Car- – he's a starter for Carolina. And he he may – you know, if you want to talk about Stan Tall math, he talked a little shit before the game. Maybe he shouldn't have. They rallied. They, they made a huge comeback, but they did lose by two points. Ooh. All right, Russell Wilson uh, lost his first game playing against his old team too. So again, wow. only by a couple. Again, only by a couple points. Seahawks held held that one out because he went to the Broncos, right? He went to the Broncos. Wow, they got rid of Baker. What were they thinking? They didn't think he. They didn't think he was a big time guy, so they signed Deshaun Watson, who had. 24 civil lawsuits against him. Yeah, and that all came out before they traded for him, right? It was already out before they traded him, or the, before they signed him, yeah. They they built his contract around him not really playing this first year. Anyways. Anyway, that's another discussion for another day. But my Steelers are a 1-0. That's the best record they're going to have all year. Because yeah. I still think this is going to be the the first year Mike Tomlin comes out with a losing record in the regular season. He's never had a losing record, huh? Since Tomlin's taken over, not a losing record during the regular season. Wow. And there was a year they started out rough. They started out like 0-6, and they still managed to come back and have a winning record. Wow. Their postseason's not that great, though. Isn't he like the third or fourth, only the third or fourth Steelers coach? Yeah, they, they, Pittsburgh doesn't let people go. Yeah, because, uh, because Bill Collar replaced what's his nuts, the, the old dude, right? Uh, Knox or? Yeah. Was he the first coach? Then, dude might have been. I mean, I'm not super up on like what the, kind of the lineages, but yeah, the Steelers have only had like three or four head coaches. Yeah, four at the most. I think Tomlin might be the third. But it's Tom, well, Tomlin would be the fourth. 
Yeah, he he went to that Super Bowl that first year. Went to the Super Bowl again a couple years later. Lost to Green Bay. He's won one and, though. Uh, his first one. Okay. His first year as head coach, they went to the Super Bowl and won. Oh, that's when uh, the bus retired, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know they they they're good to sniff around there. They're good to make wild card. Like I didn't think they were going to beat Kansas City last year. But they scored a point. I'm like, ooh, ooh, maybe. And then, then Kansas City scored like three plays in a row. It's like, oh, yeah. maybe not, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger is one thing around the field. Listen to coaches. People don't listen to the show for real sports, Tom. They listen to the show for polka. Tell me about Polka Riot. Who the fuck are all these people? <laughs> <laughs> They've got like 12 coaches before Chuck Noll. And then they said the Steelers started in 1933. Hmm. Yeah, anyways. Ah, Polka um. Riot. Tell me about the polka riot. The first, uh, the world's first and only alternative polka festival. Um, it was a little sparsely attended. I was a little disappointed in that. Um, like my buddy Ed said, well, my buddy Ed's dad was a big Constantina player. He's driving around a truck in the Polka Express, and I guess uh, he was actually ranked number two in the state for um, Constantina players at one point in the 60s. So he's got a lot of history of polka. Um, I mean, there's a lot of hipsters. It was outside. Um, it was fun, but yeah, I mean, the first the band I wanted to see is called November Criminals, and they're basically just a polka hip hop band. So basically, you throw an accordion, you know, I like we ex- I explained it uh, off air. Basically, just like an accordion, and uh, it's like ICP of the accordions. So it was very politically conscious. A lot of rap, a lot of a lot of rapping. Uh, the second band we saw, which is the fourth one total. Uh, it was more of your traditional polka, let's get drink and talk about fat girls type of polka. Um, and then the third one was was interesting. Um, it was uh, basically just like a lot of, I mean, it was, he was playing an, an accordion, but it had all kinds of effects and everything. So it was basically like he sounded like he's playing a guitar and it was just a two-man band. So it was a little... A little different, but kudos for him trying something different. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Did you say this was the first one? Uh, no, it's actually the fourth or fifth. Um, yeah, so the first one was in 2017. And, uh, so your first, your first time going? Yes. Yeah. I just actually, I had not even heard of the Milwaukee Poker Ride till 10 days ago. So I heard the guy the guy who was running it was on the radio on uh the college radio station I listened to WMSC, shout out to them. And that's where I got the idea. So I was like, huh, interesting. Okay. But Will, we've got some breaking news though. I've done something uh so you remember one of our first uh questions of dishonor from Brundon kind of when we first started that? It was a little oh, way back, way back when uh it was one of the first questions. Is the one about putting somebody from Modern Ring of Honor to 2012 Ring of Honor? 
No, but it, it really didn't actually have anything to do with Ring of Honor. That question. Oh, the shooting our pants one. Yes. Well, Will, it is official. I oh, no. Zero days. Oh, I, no. Yeah, my walk today. Got a little... Uh, I at least made it to my alley. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know if because I had some mayo or if it was olive oil I used to cook my toast this morning, but uh, yeah, I was about five horses. Yeah, and it was it was a mess. It wasn't just a little shirt. Well, it was. Uh, oh no! Yeah. So if my sunshine's wondering why my clothes are currently hanging outside on the balcony, <laughs> oh no! Did you hear my story, Sunshine? Did you hear my story? No, I'm sorry, your mom. Oh, my mom? Yeah. Tell her that I put my pants today on my walk. Oh. You're wondering why my clothes are outside. So yeah, high fivers. That's uh, that's a real thing. I had to go back and clean up uh, the the pile I left at the my neighbor's garage. So. Wow, what a stand-up guy. I'm very sad for you. You're wondering why shorts and underwear are hanging outside on the porch. That's disgusting. Happens. I'm not telling your mom that. Well, you don't tell her, but I mean, it's told the whole well, world. It, it's on the internet. Now, now, now yeah. everybody's going to know. Yeah, so... Um, the, the dirt sheets are going to pick this up. Yeah, so, Brandon, if you'd asked that question about a month later, um, yeah, it was, it was a hot mess, so... I've had some close calls. I mean, some of all my lunch walks sometimes every once in a while, but... That's a walk. So, yeah. That happened. Yeah, just right right there in the middle of the alley. Oh, no. So, other than that, Will, how are you, my friend? Good. We're, we're recording this on Thursday night, so after, this is going to be coming out after, but uh, tomorrow night, me and my friend Pure Evil are hitting up uh, chaotic wrestling down in Lowell, Mass. Nice. We got Summer Chaos. I'm not sure if uh, recent Wizards guest Wind and Hail is going to be on the card. Yeah. But there's uh, some there's some scramble action going on. Nice. You got uh, Ricky Smokes taking on Dave N for the the world title. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Another name dropped, um, who's at Chaotic all the time, is a guy named Aaron Rourke. Um, he got name dropped on this past episode of The Wizards as well. Nice. So he's a he's a Jersey guy. Got to get him on the show. Yeah. So, um, well, speaking of Chaotic Wrestling, and unfortunately, I don't think I don't I don't think there's any uh, no Mecca this time around. That's stupid. I'll have to leave the bozo shirt at home. <laughs> Mecca over everybody. Um, yeah, basically. So, um, so speaking of that, it's kind of a good segue. Will our uh, question of dishonor from our good friend Brundon. Um, do you have a local wrestler from your area that never really broke out that you'd like to see in Ring of Honor? Um, obviously, Brian Johnson's been in Ring of Honor. Um, but I don't think it's a local guy. But is there anybody on those kids? He would not be local to my area. 
because he is still based out of Philly. Right. So I think he still does more stuff kind of like in Maryland, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, he was a G. He came up here. He put over the, the local talent. Nice. I mean, as far as breaking out, I mean, the, there's been plenty of people from Chaotic who, who have broke out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people that we now know as Kofi Kingston, Sasha Banks, yeah, Tommaso Ciampa, mm. uh, uh, Hanson, Warbeard, Warbeard Hanson, all, all chaotic folks. I saw, I saw Tasha Steele's wrestle Chris Statlander at a chaotic show at a high school gym. That's cool. So as far as like, if I'm looking at kind of like the talent that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at now, I mean, it's hard not to say JT Dunn. Hmm. So I think, I think JT Dunn, even if you want to bring in the whole unit and you want to bring in, uh, the OG and, uh, Dan Massif who hold the tag championships right now. Yeah. A couple big, couple big hosses. Yeah. But JT Dunn is great on the mic. And I think, especially if we're looking at the Ring of Honor like that we're watching right now, we need people who are good on the mic because there's a lot of people who just aren't. Yeah. Adam Cole. Um, well, it's funny because Brunden actually mentioned, so... Um, yeah, right away. I have to be uh, put uh, JT Dunn. Uh, but also, he's got Shane Mercer. Um, Shane Mercer would be a perfect fit in Ring of Honor. Um, that dude is, a, I mean, he's not a hoss, but he's building a brick shit house. Dude's strong. Dude killed Marco Stunt. That's why he, That's why Brundon picked him, because he killed Marco Stunt. Like, legit. I mean, that was. Like you You saw the, the gifts, right? From like yeah. both angles to see the one where you actually can see like the distance he threw that that man child. Yeah. My uh, my buddies, Matt and Adam from the dark side of the ring, and they were one of the people that were being thrown over at that show. So, I. Oh, yeah. oh, Shane Mercer is great. Yeah, um, yeah, he's wrestled AEW a couple times, so hopefully they bring him back. So, um, yeah, and I've seen him for obviously for GCW, and then mine. Um, I mean, I've got a list a mile long, and then obviously um, with this uh, Silas Young being, you know, from Milwaukee, and his former brother-in-law, like one of my best promoter friends, um, actually, Dysfunction actually has wrestled in. Ring of Honor. He actually wrestled Shane Taylor in a really fun match. Um, but I mean, Wisconsin, uh, the guy that's been doing this the longest that really deserves the break uh, is obviously Joey the Jet Avalon. Um, but yeah, in his uh, better half, Evil Sierra. Um, they are a great team, but Sierra is is making waves. Um, you know, she's she's about to she's about to break out. She actually just wrestled Serena Deeb on Dark um, for a second time. So, and then obviously I got a shout out. I know I bring these guys up all the time, uh, but your mama's favorite tag team, Will, country. That's, that's what I thought you were going to say. I thought it was even the first team that you said. Um, yeah, I mean, they'd be a great fit. Um, but yeah, and also, I mean, obviously Perch, uh, Ref Perch, 
Uh, but my buddy Ethan, too. Um, dude's got a great personality, great gimmick. Uh, Mr. Ethan Matthews, you'll be able to hear a review that him and I did of uh, Death of Smoochie that Will has not seen. Um, Damn, I haven't. There it is, Death of Smoochie. I was going to try to watch it this week, but it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the list could go on. I mean, my buddy, uh, my boy, Jaden Mercer, uh, kids coming in. So, uh, we'll see, you know, it'll be interesting. So, I mean, a lot of those guys have appeared on dark. Um, they probably would be working ring of honor if ring of honor came back to Milwaukee. Um, so I know my buddy Baxter was actually my neighbor was on there. He got kicked in the nuts by Silas. So beer city bruiser from Milwaukee, Stacy shadows. So, yeah. All right, high-fivers. We'll see everybody in about 30 seconds. All right, high-fivers. We are back. And uh, obviously, we want to shout out Brundon. Thank you, Brundon, uh, once again for your question of dishonor. Uh, hopefully, we did um, did your question dishonorably. I just saw it just now. But, Will, we are going to – first, we're going to go over TV. Road Rage. Road – another Road Rage edition. Uh, original air date September fifteenth, two thousand twelve. Uh, episode uh, fifty two. So that means next year, or next episode is their one year anniversary episode. Woo! So Ring of Honor TV will be one years old, but they're uh, they're back at Boiling Point in Rhode Island. Um, Sorry, time machine. We're going back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Um, but we did find out some new information, but uh, we did get highlights from Cole and Elgin, uh, the show last week, which we don't know the conclusion with. Now, Will, like you brought up last week. No, there there was no conclusion. It just went off the rails and away it went. No contest. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, at least we do get Kevin Steen versus Michael Elgin soon. Uh, but that's assuming... That he wins against Rhino, well, this is not a, a, a for sure thing, you know, but um, and then we get a quick promo from Charlie Haas basically saying that Michael Elvin is a child and that uh, Charlie Haas also likes to beat his children. So that, that uh, was kind of insinuated there, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was really insinuated. I think he said he'd take them down the woodshed and beat them. So that is that is basically what he said. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I mean, it is what it is. Um, a little awkward, but you know, Charlie Haas is—he's he's an interesting one. Um, but we start off the episode will kind of odd. Uh, this doesn't happen very often, but uh, Truth wants some mic time. Um, and he did call Kevin Kelly, Kevin Kevin Smelly. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, was was this not on the boiling point card? No. Yeah, oh, see, is, I watched this, and then my, I said, I've already seen this. Um, so I, I, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it. Uh, basically, you know, Truth can see the future, and he says Steen will retain uh, his title versus Rhino, which is odd considering he's his client. Uh, but then Strong and Elgin are going to go for the tag team titles. Uh, was it on Blue? I don't know. I don't this so. was on the card because they, they get shubby about Roger Strong saying, you promised me the shot. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I said this felt like a waste. Like I, all this stuff was on, was on boiling point. Yeah. Um, Which you could have watched at ROHwrestling.com. But you can still do that at ROHwrestling.com. Yeah. 
Provided uh, you have a, wor- a working honor club. Yeah, but uh, Elgin, yeah, so basically, um, like we talked about, we talked about Boiling Point, Elgin signed a world title shot. Um, Roddy's not happy about it, um, you know, because Truth promised Roddy he'd get Elgin's title shot. Um, and by the way, Michael Elgin is in Milwaukee uh, this coming Sunday, uh, September 18th. Uh, which is also the anniversary of my birth at a Lucha Libre show. So, uh, I guess he's back wrestling, and hopefully, um, all the GNCs in the area is keeping an eye on him so he doesn't see any protein powder. So, interesting. Also, funny that it, Sunday's your birthday. Uh, Saturday, this episode comes out, is my brother's birthday. Oh, really? Oh, well, happy early birthday to your brother, even though it'll. By the time he hears this, it'll be, yeah, day of, but. He ain't going to listen to this. I, I know well enough. I, I buy him DVDs and stuff that I think he'd like, like wrestling DVDs and stuff. Still wrapped. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, but after that, Roddy's on strike uh, from House of Truth, and he storms off. And um, But he I'll, comes back. He comes back. Don't worry. He does he, come he, back. He doesn't go on strike very long. Yeah, and Elgin is, you know, going to be new Ring of Honor champion. Um, and then Haas comes out as his Elgin's opponent. Uh, opponent. Um, good good match, obviously. I mean, you got Charlie Haas and Michael Elgin. They're not going to have a bad match. Um, the Young Bull versus the Wiley Veteran. Um, you know, and to be I mean, Charlie Haas, I mean, he's a strong motherfucker, but you're not going to get out of strength very often. But obviously, Michael does. Uh, Elgin does. Uh, but Elgin definitely puts a whooping on Haas. Um, oh, yeah, we find out that basically he's getting his title shot from the survival of the fittest that he won last well, the year before. Over. Yeah. So that's how they, I mean, they're, they're doing long-term storytelling, but I think they did that by accident. So, uh, But, yeah, like Will said, Roddy comes back out. Case of bruise. Case of bruise keys. Yeah. Pops a chair right down at the at the foot of the ramp. And he's slamming down the beers. Slamming beers. He shares, you know, shares them with Charlie Hawks. Yeah. Throw some at you know, throw some at Mike Logan. Yep. Yeah, it splashes to uh Truth Martini. Um yeah, but basically Haas gets a distraction and takes up the knee. So I always love working a body part. Um and then Nigel here drops the line, you know, managers are like diapers. You need to change them frequently. And for the same reason. So that was my Nigel McGinnis impression. Uh, but next we find out the glory of honors are trained in Toronto, Will. I wonder if this will be the beat the last greatest wrestling event ever in Toronto history. Snow border wars. Obviously, you know, that's still, you know, chaps my ass. But anyways, um, you know, Elgin's getting a title shot and he in truth admits it. Uh, good path and forth. Haas works the leg. Uh, he puts an Indian death lock on him, which you don't see very often. Haas gets thrown outside. Roddy gives him some beer for strength. Uh, Elgin's going to die, but Roddy's in the way. Haas capitalizes his beer with Roddy. Gets speared by Elgin, who knocks Roddy down. Elgin peers, uh, grabs his beer, pours beer, and drinks beer over Roddy, which I thought he had two beers, which I thought was funny. He was drinking one and pouring the other one over him. <laughs> um... Yeah, but then Elgin goes to the buckle bomb. Roddy spits beer in his face, allowing Haas to roll him up for the win. And I guess he was holding the trunks, but we never got an actual shot of that. But, um, but yeah, at this point, it seems the truth kind of sided with Michael Elgin. But, Will, it's your favorite time of the week. 
inside Ring of Honor. Yeah. And uh, we find out Death Before Dishonor is this weekend. Um, and they're also going to back to Toronto, actually a town just outside Toronto for Glory by Honor. Um, and it's going to be Elgin versus Steen. But, um, you know, Death Before Dishonor hasn't happened yet, Will. So we don't know if Steen's even going to beat Rhino. Well, so, yes, we do. You know. Well, as is air, they're not supposed to know. So, but uh, and then we get Mondo versus Bennett for Maria's honor. Um, but and then Mondo gets on a does a funny promo. And you gotta remember, Will, Maria stuck her tongue down his throat. Supposedly. Uh Mike Mondo would not lie to us, Will. Um You wouldn't think so, but some mind games. Yeah. Uh, we get uh, we're gonna get Cole versus Edwards, student versus teacher. Uh, another Cole promo. Uh, you know, Cole's a friend, but Cole worked hard, knocking out TV title. We'll give a hundred percent, blah 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 blah. Uh, we're gonna tag team title match, but we don't know who's gonna be the champions and who their opponent's gonna be because death before dishonor hasn't happened yet. Uh, but also, Will, we are getting survival of fittest next month. Uh, so sure are. It'd be a twelve person, uh, twelve participants in uh, all six matches going on through October, with a six man elimination match airing October twenty eighth. Oh man, here we go, fighting February all over again. I hope not. Um, but yeah, when the last man standing gets a future Ring of Honor World Title shot. Um, then we find out there's two TV tapings coming up at the Burns and Rahway. Uh, lots of ads this week. Um, only two matches. Uh, but yeah, but will we get Dem Boys versus Scum? We've seen this before, and we'll probably see it again. Um, nothing groundbreaking, but uh, sure shit was entertaining. Yeah, you know, if if you watched Boiling Point, you saw this match. Yeah, we we talked about it off air that. It's a great marketing idea if you're trying to sell a pay-per-view about coming up by being like, hey, here's some stuff that happened to the last one. But at the same time, it's like, well, this one happened a month ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, fun, man. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, these two guys really do have great chemistry. Um, and this is our, our weekly shout-out for uh, Mark. Mark Briscoe is a national treasure. And then uh, Jimmy Jacobs is pretty much a fucking wrestling genius. So, yeah, yeah, but in case you forgot, uh, you know, what happened a month ago when we covered this. Basically, um, Jimmy Jacobs goes to slice bread. Jay pushes him out of it into the apron or into the buckle. Jay scoops him up for the Doomsday's advice for the win. Um, great chemistry here by the three of them, you know, on that point. So, but yeah. And then we get highlights of Kingston versus Steen. Like we've covered, Steen. They, they, they gave they gave the main event away. Um, at least it was only highlights. Well, it was it wasn't a terribly long match anyway. So no, yeah. But I do I do I did chuckle again when Kevin or Eddie Kingston came out and punched Korean right off the bat. So so, but will TV felt like a waste of time to me this week, Tom. <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny. I completely spaced these were all from Bullying. Like, if if we're if we're kind of critiquing it 
as this is the first episode we watched. You know, sure, like I said, it's you're trying to sell a pay-per-view. How do you sell a pay-per-view? You use some of the last pay-per-view. Yeah. It, it checks out. Are you trying our, to sell DVDs? Or are you trying to sling the DVDs, which they are doing at ROHWrestling.com. Yeah. Right now, they're still trying to push a uh, hostage crisis, but... Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Will, so in a vacuum, um, like we always ask, if this was your first episode, would you have been intrigued to buy a Boiling Point? Did, did they tease enough I, to in Steam? I would say the, the like, these are three good matches if you're trying to sell new eyes or whatever. Charlie Haas is kind of recognizable. Had a great match. And there's enough more entertaining kind of things on the outside going on. Great tag team match. Yeah, highlights of the, cha- the the world title, which is, you know, that's your, your bread and butter. So, it's all right. Yeah. Um, but obviously, for two people that have seen this already, it's like you said, it's a, a little frustrating, but we're going to keep... Right. If, if I had bought Boiling Point, and then this is what the TV's run I've been like, oh, I'm not, why, I'm not, I don't even need to watch this. Yeah, because next week we have the mixed tag team match too, so. Classic, More highlights. Classic Jim Cornette, so. But Will, what this episode is really about, um, it's not about me shitting my pants, it's not about you going to chaotic, it's about caged hostility from Charlotte, North Carolina. Which took place November eighth, two thousand twelve. Yeah, two thousand twelve. Um, I do apologize, high fivers. I know we're technically a little bit behind, um, but last week just wasn't going to work to review this. It also kind of works out because I mean, at least we're a week in a TV, so it's not as far behind as it would have been. I'm actually ahead on watching TV now. It feels pretty good. Wow, nice to have, to have that buffer. <laughs> Did you watch episode fifty three already? I must have. That's the one that has a blackout, right? Blackout Briscoes. No, that was last week. What was that last week? Never mind. Never mind. Anyways, well, Black T's coming up on the Shining Wizards podcast. I'm pretty stoked yes. about that. Tom, did we? Are we talking about cage hostility today, or is that next week? We're talking about cage hostility right now, Will. Right now, I've been waiting to talk about this for two weeks now. That's true. So Will has been a little frustrated. So I will. I appreciate you bearing with me, but um, I'm just gonna say right off the bat, we're gonna get into the matches. But holy fuck, these three first matches were awesome. Sure were. Um, they came out fucking swinging. But uh, first match, uh, local boy. You know, obviously he's from Virginia. Uh, depending on where in Virginia, I mean, because Virginia is fucking huge. Um, Charlotte is in the middle of North Carolina, but we'll say local boy versus Jay Lethal. And uh, the first question we have of the night, Will, uh, watching Cage Hostility, is Jay Lethal going to kick Adam Page in the dick? And he didn't. He didn't. Um, they shake hands. There's no, you know, dick kicking. But uh, Lethal also goes on, does the explanation, Cornet said this, blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, Smoke, is you Okay. Kiddo, smokes. You okay, kiddo? Okay. Okay, I guess. I guess she's okay. My cat just fell off her cat tree. 
Sorry, right, sorry, high fibers. She wanted to go. I don't know. I think she ran into the top. Oh, hey, dear. Hey. Okay. Sorry, high fibers. Cat fell. We're not editing this, Will. Hey, that's your call. I don't do any work for this podcast. Yes, you do. You're offered color commentary. Uh, I, I hope I'm better than Jerry Lawler in 2000 fully loaded. You okay, Smokes? Yeah, she's okay. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. How did you fall? Um, from the, yeah, the, the second from the top, so. You want some treats, Smokers? Okay, sorry, we're back, Will. We're back. All right. Jay Lethal, Adam Page, Bay Bay. Yeah, so Jay, Jay Lethal, um, but they, this time we did ask um, why he kicked Matt Taven's balls into his stomach. Um, and basically, they're coming to Rawway, and he wants Kevin Steen. He wants it. And uh, he says, sorry, Mr. Page, um, and for me to get that, I have to destroy you. Um, you know, Adam Page that recently just turned 21 on this, you know, a couple weeks earlier. So, um, yeah. And then Steve Carino and Kevin Kelly, great on commentary. Um, you know, it's kind of a good reintro to Adam Page. We've seen him a couple times, but not quite featured like this. Um, you know, great match. Um, Adam Page definitely went over, even though he lost. Um, but I did like the Jay Lethal put him in that tree of wool and nailed him with a nasty fucking flying headbutt. So, um, yeah, in the end, uh, Paige kicks out of a couple, uh, couple finishers, including the lethal combination. But then finally, Lethal gives up, uh, gives him 12 backbreakers. And then he stands him up, and Lethal does another handspring, doesn't do it off the ropes again. It's two weeks in a row. Uh, for a sweet lethal injection, and Jay Lethal wins the match. There it is. But he did shake Paige's hand, and it he was did. Sorry, Matt Taven. Eat shit. So, is he vicious enough? So, uh, but Will, next we get Mrs. Speedball, uh, Vita Scott, with God's gift, QT Marshall, who just got his first ring of honor, honor contract. Um, he really does play a good scumbag, and shout out to the movie that Will recommended. It is on Tubi, uh, the wrestler by the QT Marshall story. Um, you know, and he basically, you know, plays a good scumbag. He tells uh, Miss Vita Scott, you know, wishes he was naked, but he is wearing boxers under this. Um, but yeah, basically, Mike Mond was going to find out why he's God's gift. Um, yeah, QT Marshall comes out. Um, and dude, Mike Mondo is over in North Carolina. Huge pops for Mondo. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's got great energy and everything here, but yeah. Um, yeah, these go to, uh, to a tit for tat, uh, great catch, catch can wrestling is what they call it. Um, 
you know, and Carino's putting Mondo over pretty huge on commentary. You know, he's great with the young guys, full of energy, um, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, did Mondo do something different in this match we hadn't seen before? I don't think so. I didn't have any notes. I didn't write down any other notes. I mean, this was a fun match to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have um, – but basically the end of the match, um, Mondo comes off the ropes uh, but lands in the ring. I got a crack up. Steve Carino's like, damn it, Ring of Honor, your ring's too hard. You know, he's blowing out his injury. Ref pulls QT away just long enough for Mondo to hit that face buster and a vicious, awesome swinging double arm DDT for the win. Um, they they just buried the guy that they just had win a, a contract at the last show. I mean, is he really being buried if he loses to the great Mike Mondo, though? He's uh, Isn't this effectively his first match since having the contract? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's like wrestling Hulk Hogan in the 80s. You know. Oh, Mondo's way bigger. True. Mondo Mania is running wild, brother. <laughs> oh, we need that shirt, so. Uh, but, Will, we go next to my personal, I believe you agree with me, my match of the night. Mike Posey versus Joe Neal. Oh, wait. No, sorry. There was a match before that. Nope, you jumped ahead a little bit because – I, I, I marked I, I marked it down as a Veda Scott casting couch interview with Bravado Brothers because it's that good old Ring of Honor like handheld camcorder backstage quality. <laughs> sometimes people are in frame, sometimes they're not. <laughs> sometimes the audio gets picked up, sometimes it don't. Yeah. Um but we we got CNC wrestling the Bravado Brothers. Which, high fivers, if you remember last week, I was upset we weren't going to get it for the tournament, but we did get it here. We got it here. Hell of a match. Hell of a showing for both these teams. Yeah. Um, really, go out of your way to find this match. I, I mean, I don't think we can really do anything but justice. Um, you know, a couple, I mean, great teamwork by both teams. I love the spot where uh, Caprice had one of the Bravada Brothers up on our shoulders. And then Cedric came off the top rope with the stomp, but then landed on his back, and then uh, Caprice slammed him on his knees. That was a fun one. Oh, yeah. Um, great stuff. And it's a great showing for the Bravado Brothers, who really haven't been featured a whole lot since yeah. coming back from Japan. Um, they've had a couple. I mean, well, they, they did beat Strong and Elgin. Um, they beat they Strong and Elgin. They beat the Young Bucks. They lost to Scum, though. Um, they did lose it. to Scum. But yeah, this was this was the highlight. So um, I'm not sure how much we're gonna get Bravado Brothers, um, for what I, I've heard, but uh, we'll see. But obviously, a lot of talk of their work in Japan, you know, um, you know, and they're a lot different than they were at this time last year. So um, yeah, they're yoked. Just, just, just find find the match. Uh, but at the end of the match, Caprice, uh, Caprice, the Angels Wonder. Uh, there's a sweet Frankensteiner on one of them from the top rope. Uh, then Cedric comes in from a frog splash pretty much from South Carolina. And uh, CNC Russell Factory picks up the win. Hell yeah, brother. Um, yeah, it was a great match. Um, and a code of honor. And then uh, next, Will, we get Davey Richards. Uh, real we quick, do. I want to shout out my buddy Nick uh, from the Universal 
wrestling podcast uh, that actually just uh, talked to Davey Richards today. So we got a Ring of Honor Reverie shout out and a couple questions. So is he is he a doctor yet? I don't know. I just want to make sure that we're appropriately calling him Doctor Davey Richards once once it once it's uh for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll tell you, yeah, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna meet him one of these days. I'm gonna high five Davey Richards. I'll go slide to Bernie Slide at Motor Park. Those are two things I'm gonna do in my life. Um, yeah, he comes in, um, and he's pissed. He's like, "How the fuck am I gonna follow that match?" Um, so it's pretty cool to put over those four. Um, but you know, he's pissed because he's back and he's been ashamed how he's been acting outside the rings. But all yeah, that he's been, he's been a real goon. Yeah, listening to the wrong people, doing the wrong stuff. Yeah. But all that changes now because the wolf is back. The wolf is back, and he's got one match he's very, very interested in. Oh, I can't imagine which one that would be. Well, I thought maybe it might be the main event, but yeah. Uh, but, but he was rocking a sweet Motorhead t-shirt. I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. So, um, but yeah, Will, the other but, match of the night. I would say, now don't get this confused. When he comes out and says... There's one match in particular he's got his hope, his eye on. It is not the match that is coming up next, even though you would think that's what's coming up. Because I was a little confused when I, we get Jeff Lewis Neal versus Mike Posey, and I'm like, who? Yeah, who are these two guys? I mean, at this point, we've talked about Mike Posey getting obliterated by Tommaso Ciampa. You know, last week, um, yeah, it's Mike Posey, the ref. So he's been all over the place though as a ref. Um you see even in WWE for a while. Um and TNA. So it's that Jeff. And uh Jeff Lewis Neal is actually um currently working as Neil Koloff, one of Nikita Koloff's sons. They did a brief showing in NWA. Um yeah, but I mean at the not not to be a dick, but this is really the the intermission. I gotta take a leak match. Because oh, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they started with fucking straight fire the first three matches, so um, definitely, definitely a slowdown after that. Yeah, uh, Posey wins with the they called it an Alabama slam off the top rope, but I didn't, I thought that was a different move. But uh, basically, the story of this match is what happens afterwards. Um, Scum comes out, attacks uh, Posey and Neil here, and uh, Steen gets in the mic and he says to Steen things. Um, Calls people mentally challenged and a bunch of other things. Um, great promo from here. Um, but he's like, I'm not defending that. You know, I'm defending that Ring of Honor title next week. Yeah, if Jim I, Jim Cornette ain't here. I'm in charge. This match, this cage match ain't happening. He's like, I can't get hurt. Yeah. Well, did you did you hear what he said? Jim Cornette was doing. Oh, I did, but I also watched this like. Two weeks ago. He said, yeah, Cornette's too busy arguing with fast food attendants. Oh, it's a fat joke. No, have you heard the story where he cussed out the person at the McDonald's at like 2 a.m.? No. Oh. Is this, is this why there's the double cheese, double fries? Yep. Oh, it all comes full circle. Um, And I think Jericho was in the car that night. But yeah, we'll have to track that down. But um. I was not. I thought it was just kind of like mocking him, like you know, because he's a 
a kind of a heavier set guy. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize there was an actual like incident. Yeah. Um yeah, and then uh basically they gave a sample what they're gonna do, uh what would have happened if they had wrestled tonight. Um they slam posing a chair, then Rhett comes up by himself, does some fighting, gets beat up, then the them boys show up, clear the ring, the will. Here's the key. They make an announcement. Ring of Honor officials say if Scum doesn't wrestle, what happens? They're going to get fined $5,000. And there we, it is again. Oh, I'm so glad they brought that back. So, um, but after that, Will, uh, we've got Michael Elgin and Roderick Strong versus Wrestling Series Tag Team. Um, so Shelton Benjamin is back. Uh, we'll get back into that in a quick second. But, uh, you know, quick promo. True says um, they're uh, all's good in the house of truth. Uh, Roderick Strong has struck his over. That's because truth knows where to hit Strong at. Hit him in his heart, hit him in his wallet, and hit him in his points to his Johnson. Um, but then he says, if anything happens out there, he doesn't like, he's out of there. Bam. And he's like, right. He's like, you know, stay in line, Porky. So Roderick. It's, it's all right. It's everything's fine in the house of truth. There is no dissension in the house of truth. None at all. Um, so Shelton's back and not sure what capacity he's back from his suspension. He's back. He's back. The suspension's over. Uh, um, and but I'm not sure what we're gonna you know capacity will be there next week for the tag tournament. Um, but Will, how convenient his suspension happened to be at the same time the G1 climax is going on in New Japan. Weird. Hmm. So weird. Um yeah, um, you know, it's funny for psychology right off the bat, Charles just Watching Charlie Haas and Roderick Strong mess with each other, um, you know, Charlie stealing Roderick's shirt and running around. Um, Wait, he, yeah, because they they throw a shirt out of the crowd, right? Yeah. Well, rather than Roddy goes and steals, well, Charlie's jaw jacking with fans out at ringside. And then Roddy steals Charlie's shirt, hulks up with it, rips it in half, uh, throws it in the crowd. Um, hilarious. This is actually pretty funny. Uh, well, finally, the match starts strong, mix up with Shelton. Uh, he gets thrown into the, the corner, but Elgin makes a save. Pushes him out of the corner, Will. So yeah. he's, he's helping his teammate. Um, and quick question, Will. Do, so if you order this on iPay-Per-View, do you get the commentary? Or is this – or are these, these aren't iPay-Per-Views, so these are technically just DVDs, right? Sure, beats me, Tom. I I don't really know how the yeah the formatting of such would have would have been at the time. Yeah, because they said yeah, they said you know Steve Crane's like yeah, I'm here to do the commentary on DVD, so get to buy this on D. So I don't know. Yeah, who knows? So uh-huh. uh, you know, but Elgin's carrying the team here, uh, saving Roddy once again. Uh, but this time uh, Roddy eats a super kick for his troubles. Um, gets knocked out, but True saves him all, putting his ring. Um, and then did you see the spot where Charlie Haas spit and then it landed on the yeah. rope and then he ate his spit? Yeah. Mm. 
I know it's pre-pandemic, but not a not not very sanitary, if you ask me. So, um, yeah. But anyways, um, but Roddy or Elgin's getting his beat butt kicked a little bit. Uh, but Roddy misses a hot take because he's got a bum arm. Will. Oh, what a shame. You know, so. Um, but, but yeah, he fights off. Uh, but Elgin finally gets the advantage. He's going for the buckle bomb, but Roddy takes himself in. Sure does. You know, Elgin ain't happy. Uh, right, you know, Roddy does fight it off. Um, we have World Wrestling Scarcity, and they get him in a nasty submission. What, do you know what that was called? Some weird lion tamer, clover leaf thing. Um, Pretty nasty, awesome submission, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, I think that then they just call it like a lion tamer. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but yeah, then Elgin goes in for the save, but oh, nope. Roddy sees that and taps out. Yep. And then Steve Cream's like, how dumb are you? You just cost yourself some money, so. How much money, Tom? $5,000. Um, but then will we get uh here we go we get uh Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly too, uh but this time will it's for a proving ground match for that TV title that Cole's got and we get uh we get an Adam Cole promo. I hope he's going heel soon. Yeah, he he definitely needs it. The 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 aw shucks I'm a champion yeah, um, but anyways, but of course Davy Richards at ringside. Um, good match. I mean, it's a really good match. Uh, obviously not the classic they had in June. Um, no. not quite as vicious, but uh, they still got great chemistry. And then I agree, Carino. Carino's like, you know, um, I bet you if this if this rivalry pans out, it might turn out to be one of the greatest feeds of all time. And I bet she's probably not wrong, Will. Oh, this is great. How do you feel about kind of skipping toward the end of it? Adam Cole record against Kyle O'Reilly is not good. Kyle O'Reilly is kind of coming out on the winning end of these things a lot. Well, Cole won the big match. Yeah, but now they're going to have another big match for the title. Yeah. And shout out to Kyle O'Reilly in 2022. He's currently having neck fusion surgery, so um, I don't know. Yeah. You gotta dance away, my man. Yeah. Um, but they talk up how Cole's been kind of bulking up. Um, he's been refining that figure four. He wants to make it a true finisher to hold Kate and Caboodle. So, um, but then the action um, spills onto the floor. And man, they knock into Davy Richards. Oh, no, Will. Um, and of course, Davy Richards jumps on the apron. Adam Cole gets mad, gets distracted. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Rolls him up. Gets three. Pins him deep. And then uh, the big question here is, Davey Richards with Adam Cole or is he with uh, Kyle O'Reilly? Right. Was it purely a mistake? Was it simply wrong place, wrong time? Or was it intentional? Yeah. And uh, shit, Cole was over, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the, the crowd went, went nuts. So, um. Well, Will, we've got the main event here. Uh, Want to take a quick uh, fuck you Zoom break and see in about two minutes? Yeah, I mean, I think we got it, right? Yeah. We have less than one minute remaining. 
Yeah. All right, high fivers, we'll be right back. All right, high fivers, we are back. And uh, per the order of uh, this episode, we've got the main event. Um, and the main event is obviously the name of the, the show because it's called Caged Hostility. Uh, but we have them boys, well, Reptitis versus Scum. Um, main event entrance. Uh, it looks like Kevin Steele uh, goes in and steals Marco Stunt's picture. Um, that guy actually really did look like Marco Stunt. I'm not even kidding. So, um, but I guess he cuts his finger. Um, yeah, and then uh, basically it takes us, uh, you know, six minutes for this match to start. Um, you know, lots of fighting outside. Lots of beer, lots of blood already in, um, violence per, per usual. Um, and, and, uh, basically Mark gets locked out of the cage. So it's two on three. So Jay and Rhett are taking an ass whooping. Um, but Mark keeps getting thrown through tables and knocked off the cage. Uh, keeps drinking more beer. I think by the end, by the time he actually got in the ring, he was probably about what, a six pack deep. Um, yeah, but and then uh, basically we go in there and uh, finally we've got all six competitors in there, you know. And Kevin Steen hits uh, hits the nut shot on Jay, which is legal. It's allowed. No, it's it's cage, no disqualification. Um, and he hit the F sink on him, but uh, he kicked out. Yes. So will is that foreshadowing? Probably not. I don't know. I guess we'll see. This was probably something for the house show marks. Yeah. Um, yeah, also, yeah, Mark finally gets in with Swanton off top rope. Um, they do some more fighting. Basically, Jimmy Jacobs gets the pin after Doomsday Device. So, um, not a whole, I mean, an entertaining match. Not, I mean, I wouldn't guess say these six of each other really beat the piss out of each other. So, it would have been a lot of fun to see this live. Yes, for sure. Like these these live events, like they're not the pay per view events; they're just the live events. And I mean, that's really what they are. They're like bigger house shows, right? So you can get those kind of like, oh, we're just gonna mishmash these teams together, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be ridiculous. And they're not wrong. Would you have been happy dropping your uh, twenty dollars on a uh, cage hostility? Yeah. I mean, I think they could have stopped after those first three matches, and I would have been happy. Yeah, um, I, we definitely could have cut Mike Posey, Jeff Lewis, Neil. Can't say that match did a whole lot for uh, anybody for the card. Yeah, but I mean, they needed to. I get you want to have because they didn't do an intermission this time. So th- th- this is basically the intermission. Yeah. And holy shit, they got that cage up quick too, eh? Oh, yeah, they did. Under two minutes? I think think that's some uh, replay magic. (laughs) No. Um, It might be. Like, if if not, that ring crew should be employed everywhere. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I would, I mean, let's, yeah, they were high. I mean, it was, we got some new blood. um, Some storylines were advanced. um, Some stuff kind of, you know, I mean, really, honestly, the, the Roderick Strong, Charlie Haas stuff was a lot of fun, too. Um, they are really, you know, 
prolonging this House of Truth breakup, but you know we'll, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I would have been happy with it. What about you? I think it was a fun show. Am I going to go back and watch it? No. I would have been stoked if I was one of the fans in attendance, though. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, they are going to be talking about that Bravado Brothers CNC Wrestle Factory match for for years to come. I, I that was probably my favorite match on the card, by far, for me personally. And, and, we saw Ma- and Mike Mondo, QT Marshall. Um. Yeah, it's a great match. Don't get me wrong, but um. Yeah, no, I, I totally would have been happy. You know, I really enjoyed it. So, um, and then Will, we've got Death Before Dishonor next week. Have you already watched it? I haven't. Okay, I chuckle if he had. So, no, I'm not that proactive. So, but uh, well, other than that, Will, is uh, anything else you got? You want to tell the high fivers here before we uh, pull this train to the station here? No, uh, shouts out Jonathan Gresham being number ten, PWI's top ten. Yeah. And uh, it's too late to say come by and see me, but I'll be at Chaotic Wrestling tomorrow night. Last night, as this airs, yeah. And uh, there's a there's a scramble. All titles are on the line. Is, uh, it, is it on IWTV or part? They are. They're on Twitch too. Okay, so they are on IWTV. I don't know exactly how it is on IWTV, but like if you go to their Twitch channel, they air the events. Okay. Like, in real time. Huh. I think of it. Maybe I'll have to... So if you can't make it down to a chaotic show, you can pull up the old Twitch. I think I have a Twitch. Um, yeah, text me tomorrow. I'll see if I can do that, so... Uh, I sure will. Summer Chaos, last big show of the summer. Hoping, hoping really... It's. I think it's Ricky Smoke's time. Davian's had that title for a while, but uh, I don't know. It just kind of feels a little. The heavyweight title feels like the least interesting title picture mm. right now. So Ricky Smokes can definitely shake that up. Ricky Smokes, your boy. Oh, Smoke Show! Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, I actually really don't have. I mean, I got to um, back at the stadium on Sunday. Um, that's really about it. Just uh, you know, doing podcasts and talking, you know, texting Will back and forth. So, how's the, how are the uh the the the, uh, the Brewers doing? They are currently two games behind the San Diego San Diego Padres. Uh, to see who gets the honor of getting swept by the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. In the I was gonna say Dodgers are hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, cause I think the Braves might have overtaken the Mets, but it's it's not looking good. The the Mets haven't been doing that well. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals' magic number to the um wins the division over the Brewers is twelve. Um, but they do have two more games against the Cardinals. So, yeah, the Brewers got a series uh, coming up with the with the Yankees here. So, I'm gonna be catching a lot of shit if they win any of those games from people out east. So. Well, Will, as always, thank you. Uh, thank you, all high fivers. Thanks again, Brundon, um, for your question of dishonor. And thanks Brundon's for- the third man. Brundon's the Hulk Hogan of this operation. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Only more, only better looking. So, 
Yeah, and uh, the three of us will actually get to hang out in the real life here soon, Will. Soon, New Japan, New York City. And stardom. And stardom. And are they crowning that IWG, IWGP Women's Champion? Oh, wow. Pretty sure they are, yeah. It's fucking crazy. I've cool. got to I've got to balance my uh my budget with a uh, with the new gig, but definitely before I I ask my new Japan world just because I don't really use it that much. I got to try to watch that Desperado Jun Kasai match. Yeah, shit was bananas. Yeah, crazy. All right, high fivers, we are out of here.